0: This is the Fusion Podcast, chatting about the church, students and Jesus.
1: Hello and welcome to the Fusion Podcast. My name is Catherine O'Shea and I'm sitting here with um, two people. And those
2: people's (laughs) names are?
0: My name is Luke Smith.
2: And my name is Miriam Swaffield. I actually have some feedback from a student in Middlesbrough that okay. i just remembered to tell you about you and words. Okay. Specifically, um, let's call him Nick, because that's his name. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Nick. Nick says, Luke, yeah. stop using the word ditto. Who do you think you are? You use it too much. Do I? That's great feedback. Yeah, he do was like. Do I use the word ditto? He
0: th- I honestly I, don't
2: think I really use it. I word. know, it's funny. I, I don't want some know evidence. If I've ever heard you use the word ditto. He feels like you using the word ditto doesn't make sense. Like, he doesn't resonate with who you are. Like, ditto. Yeah. I, think, I, I totally
0: feel that as well. Ditto. I ditto. Think that. Yeah, that really isn't very like me. Is it? <laughs> no, but, so I would like evidence and like a, a recording. Has
2: anyone else got feedback about the words that Luke uses? Because <laughs> we are happy to edit him. It's just we need more feedback. So I'm, ditto. I'm
0: in. I'm in for the feedback. I'm I'm ready to grow. Triumphal. Every other day is a school day. Could Correct. you say and
2: ditto in your
1: accent, just so I can hear it in real life? Ditto. Ditto. Um, well, I don't think I've ever heard you say that.
0: Ditto. 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 What's this Ditter. podcast about, Catherine?
1: Um, this podcast today is about um, it's about Miriam's research. It's actually the oh, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Miriam just spat. <laughs> See, oh. Welcome back, listeners. After just a a short pause that we had in the Fusion office, I'm sorry, after such a short introduction, we had to pause, because what just happened, Miriam? Um, I just spat tea all over the carpet. Like a
2: little fountain? Yeah. Coming out your mouth? I'm really sorry.
0: You are like a little garden statue.
2: (laughs) I drank tea, and I didn't know that Luke had poisoned it with salt, and mid-recording, I'm afraid I'd just spit a mouthful of tea straight on the floor. I did just want to see what happened. But it, it was
0: done to me. I was doing to you what was done to me.
2: Which I Is really good? feel like... I thought that Lord, was a good thing. I think Jesus teaches something about like not doing the eye for an eye thing.
0: Yeah, but I thought when it came to like lols and bans... Then a lol okay. for a lol. A lol for a lol and a band for a band.
1: So lol along. Yeah. No, <laughs> exactly.
2: that was a so so My boys like my did it to me on, on
0: April Fool's Day and I thought it was really funny. And I thought you'd like
2: it. You just spooned a bunch of salt into my mug of tea. I took a lovely swig <laughs> and immediately dropped it, <laughs> it on the is? carpet out of my mouth. <laughs> it's a really weird feeling isn't it? It feels um, like my mouth is bleeding.
0: Yeah. I think sorry, your
2: mouth actually it, is bleeding. It might be
0: bleeding actually, just but just on the left there, you've just got a little
2: trickle of blood. Oh no
0: you. Oh, gullible Miriam! Right, what on earth are we doing with this podcast?
1: Um, so, what we're doing today is we're talking about Miriam's twelve findings of how students are coming to faith in the UK today. And we're on the twelfth finding. We're at the end of this
2: series. Oh, what a long um, journey it's been! What, a, but long what a happy journey. one, nevertheless. A slog up a mountain. It, yeah, yeah, it kind of has been. Has Too been. many backpacks and not enough fun. <laughs> Miriam's slog. Some fun.
0: About so we're, a talk- lot about
1: that, so. <laughs> we're talking about Sunday Preaching Day, which you know quite a lot about, um, Miriam. But mm. before we get into that, um, I thought we could talk about the, the new Instagram page that's sort of come up as of these days.
0: Could you just remind me what Instagram is?
1: Wow. Yeah. No. No, no, not really. No. But Are you talking- I'm,
0: not on a, I'm not an Instagram person, so you'll have to tell me about this thing.
2: Right. Because I don't so, really know about it. Is this preacher's sneakers? Yes. Great. I saw it on Twitter, but then I realised it's an Instagram thing, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it is an Instagram okay. thing. For for your help, Luke. Yeah. Instagram is basically hmm. pictures with captions. That's wow. it. Pictures
0: that, with a caption. That that'll catch on. That sounds <laughs> that sounds good. So it's <laughs> like pictures, but you you say something about the picture. Are you just yes.
2: pretending to you be like, my write dad a description
0: right now? Of so, the picture. And what do people do with the pictures?
1: You can like them, you can comment on them, you can send them to people, you
2: can screenshot them.
0: I love to like pictures. I like lots of pictures. What
2: are you doing? Are you embodying an out-of-touch church leader and trying to bring them into the present? (laughs) What are you channelling right now?
0: I don't really know, but I'm enjoying it.
2: (laughs) Preacher sneakers. That is funny. It's, um, It's an interesting account, isn't it?
0: So what, what, what is Preacher Sneakers all about?
2: So someone
1: started it to, to look at just, just the preachers that are like on, I guess, in front of the biggest crowds and they've taken pictures of them and then have like said how much their sneakers cost.
0: Do you know that it's an accurate amount?
2: No, well there's a debate around whether that's the real tell price and they're obviously doing things like you'd have to get them in Europe that means that's a plane ticket price. Yeah. So they they are hyping up the costing. It's essentially so, shining a light hang on, on can't you buy they like could have been things, gifts as well? I've
0: bought things from America and I didn't have to go to America to buy them.
2: Yeah, but they're so, talking about specialists yeah. like this it might only be two in the world from Limited a certain edition. Pl- you know. Uh, so they're shining a light on some of the exclusivity around maybe platform culture which might not necessarily model inclusivity of the message of Jesus and mm. like everyone's cool enough for Jesus yeah. rather than having Nike kicks however I, th- I think maybe it would be helpful I'm assuming everyone would want to know the footwear that the Fusion team in this office are wearing right now like I assume well, that's where this that's is going that's sort
1: of why I brought it up because I thought you almost mm-hmm. made it on this Instagram didn't you <laughs> someone <laughs> did put your picture the, up um, didn't they
0: celebrity shoes yeah That you like thanks guys is that what it, is that what you're getting at
1: that's what I'm getting at. <laughs> Miriam's a celebrity. Everyone wants to know what she's wearing. Especially she's, a, to this. she's not
0: a celebrity. She's a minor.
2: Did you put a, Catherine a
0: list? No, I genuinely did it's A minor D-list Christian celebrity. Can
2: I just say, for some of my friends and family that listen to this, yeah. this bit of what you do to me yes. is their favourite bit of the podcast. I know it is. As a fusion team, I think
1: we're going to start an Instagram called sneakers and D-list celebrities. Yeah. And it's just going to be you preaching and all of your footwear choices. <laughs> what a
0: great idea! And we could put this on this photo caption website
2: what yes. Instagram
1: <laughs> amazing we, we could Insta- put it what?
0: we could put it on there between
2: her um, yeah. okay <clears throat> I'll start us off yeah this, this is the sound of my shoe plod yeah, that, that was, was quite a heavy thump. Was a heavy thump? I've got a heavy, thump I've, got a he- I've got a heavy foot. Foot. <laughs> it was a pa- It's a paddle, really. My paddles today are in a Vans striped shoe, size nine. No, not true. Size seven because of my wide feet. Even though I've got size six, it's a problem. And they were they found.
0: They look. The material looks like sort of cross stitch.
2: Yeah, they look a little bit like a cross stitch blanket. Um, found by, shout out to my friend Natasha Fletcher. Tash found these shoes for £4 in TK Maxx. That is amazing. She wanted to buy them, got to the till, they'd been labelled wrong, they weren't her size, they were mine, and to this day she begrudges the fact that I wear these shoes. Wow.
0: But they are big enough to fit your bunions in them, so that's... That's like
2: I literally said we're not going to talk about that today.
0: That's a bonus of, of those shoes. Is Luke, it fits what, your <clears throat> what,
2: what preacher's sneaker are you wearing today, Luke? And also
0: you're wearing lovely turquoise pop socks. Thank so, you, Luke. Um, I am wearing, oh, sim- no. as a similar sound, uh, I'd say they're heavier than yours. Yes. They're leather. Oh, okay. And they are white trainers. They're kind of like leather... What, what do you describe them? Flat shoes, trainers No, training. well, guys,
2: for those of you that remember when they were in, K-Swiss. Do you remember the adverts? Were like, my K-Swiss. It, I don't remember. They were in. They were in. They were. <laughs> but not anymore. Ten years ago. Luke Smith.
0: Right, well, I bought, the, uh, I bought a very similar pair of these uh, four years ago, and I wore them loads, and they're just so comfy.
2: Luke has made a... Totally practical decision. He yeah. had four years of wear, and then thought, "We'll go again." They're, well,
0: they were wearing out my old ones, right? So I just bought exactly the same pair, except they're not exactly the no, same. they're not. You can't quite buy
2: exactly that the same because fashion moves slightly on.
0: Yeah, <laughs> um, and so I just got the closest thing I could get to it. But it's the same brand. Again, it's case so
2: for it's. I'm amazed that he's also not on Preacher sneakers with that yes. kind of story behind his they shoes. They are shiny. Um, oh, look, very Catherine. Nice. Let's listen to your shoe. Here we go. Oh, bit of a
0: softer, a softer one, shoe. softer landing. Now
2: talk to us about
0: Su- guard. Talk to
2: us about what's going on with these. Okay, well they are wearing things. They actually oh, really no. are. Can you feel that? You know, yeah, you yeah.
1: Know, be I can. I bought no, I bought these because they're a bit of a sturdier shoe than I usually buy. But well, I do you normally them out. wear. Well, no, because these are actually like. Good do you normally shoes. wear pumps? No, like I wear, I wear, I normally wear. <laughs> Do you remember I'll pumps? Like, did like,
0: you call them pump? like, like, pumps? I love know
1: what.
0: Do <laughs> you know like plimps It sounds but, so call much them, better when you Did say
1: you call it. them pumps? Pumps!
0: When you pumps. were at school? I've got more
1: pumps. <laughs> That's so, yeah. More than
0: what Do you me remember those that black ones, you know, with that sort of like brown rubber sole? Yes. Yeah.
2: Pumps. Um, why have your shoes got holes in the top of them? Yeah, I know. Well, then it's not a
1: it, there. It's an it's an it's an appropriate hole, I would say, because un- it's just for view is too. I'm shoulder holes. <laughs> in right, the top. So I think it's because my big toe sticks up.
2: So listeners, Catherine's big toe has worn through the roof <laughs> of her shoe. <laughs> just, that is her preachers. Just sneaker. a little bit, not a lot. It's breaking it's through the glass ceiling and of its, its own housing. Um, producer Alice. Can we hear your shoe, please, for the final Preacher Sneakers yes, feature? It's going
0: to be quite a manoeuvre.
2: Yeah, be careful, actually. Whoa. Oh, that's a boot! <laughs> <laughs> but I got a slouchy Now, what, what do man, we call though. them? What do we call them earlier? Um,
1: you called them slouchy slouchy ankle boots. Slouchy, a slouchy cowgirl. Moot. Cowgirl, there we go.
2: It's a slouchy boot. They're basically ankle boots. Yeah, they're, they're very lovely, actually. Thank you. Good, did you think a that boot? Sneaker, is the slouchy is... a little bit derogatory, do you think? No, I just mean they're a bit casual on top, you know, like... Like, they're like relaxed. I'm relaxed. Chill. they breathed Calm, out. Right. She breathed out.
0: Oh, she relaxed. <sighs>
2: it's just... The boot just went...
0: <sighs>
2: <sighs> Instead of, like, clinging to her An ankle. An
0: exhalation yeah. of a boot. Anyway,
2: um, what my research did not reveal was that people that are exploring faith for the first time in church, my research found that they didn't care at all about trainers. So, actually... Right. What
1: I want... Did you ask the question, though?
2: No, I didn't. Not specifically, did you? No, I didn't. Because
1: I have to say... Out of my personal experience, yeah, just anecdotally,
2: I really care about shoes. Shoes. I've noticed a few oh, Preacher's shoes, definitely. Like the hmm. point is, as much as that preacher sneakers culture is both healthy to shine a light on it and unhealthy to spend too much time on it in this podcast. The no, but stu- no,
0: no. But what I like about that moment was that. But you were trying to get us back on track. Yeah, but Catherine just took us back off track. Again. I know. That's what she's I personally this
2: like. Podcast. She's in
0: charge of this podcast. <laughs> but also, we've been trying to get her to chill out and just have a laugh Good. on the podcast, haven't we? To be fair, because she's a bit like, oh, you know, are a little no bit tight, aren't you, on the podcast and stuff? So <laughs> we have been trying to, get you to just chill out, and just for yourself, and you've done, you've done that.
1: Thank you, Lee. Yeah, you really... You really make me feel really relaxed. I'm just... (laughs) i so calm right now. I'm glad. Can I tell you about what the students
2: who actually came to faith in Jesus said about Sunday preaching, please?
1: I would love to hear that, Mary.
2: Right, this is the final part of this this series. This series, we've been looking at how students are coming to faith in England today. And this result was a surprise to me because um, the final finding that... um, It was something like... Well, over 75% of the students said that really impacted them in terms of them coming to faith in Jesus was what was preached on Sunday that's a surprise to me even though I am a preacher so obviously I do value the word of God being spoken out of uh, stories being shared and the invitation to know Jesus and that verbal kind of communication of the good news of God but I wasn't expecting that to be so impactful to not yet Christians in their journey of faith but these students were saying things like uh, you know, one of them said, actually, it wasn't the worship that particularly hit me around kind of the Holy Spirit encounters. It was more the sermons. Often, sermons were the thing that really hit me. Another one said, it was in a sermon that I finally understood, or rather, grasped a tiny amount of what grace meant. Hmm. Another one said, I found the preaching genuinely interesting, that they were paying attention yeah. to what was being said. Yeah. And they talked about listening really intently. Um, because often their experience was, I just never heard somebody talk about Jesus like that. I'd never heard somebody teach from something called the Bible. And so I think that surprised me, because so often we talk about in church culture, how do we make our communication more engaging? How do we get people to participate? How do people actively listen? Our attention spans are less than a fish now. What on (laughs) earth do we do about that? Whereas not yet Christians who are genuinely searching were like, I leaned in, I listened, and I yeah. was I was engaged. I was engaged the whole time, where I think we, we maybe don't give people enough credit around actually paying attention. So, really interesting finding, but Sunday preaching matters. If you're listening to this and you're teaching on a Sunday, have you ever thought about the fact that a 19-year-old, not yet Christian, might be sat in the room and they might be paying the most attention of anyone? Yeah,
1: that's so good. And it is so true, I remember when I sat in church for the first time, Hearing the preach, thinking, wow, this is totally blown what I thought church was out of the window. Like nice. this is amazing that they're talking about life in a way that I haven't heard before and culturing the context where that I'm living, my reality, but also using the Bible to like comment on it. It's like yeah. this is amazing. So
0: this is like a point of clarification. I think you just said blown it out of the window. <laughs> uh, I, I, think I, the, I think it's blown out of the window. I think it's blown out of the water. <laughs> I think that's the phrase. <laughs> I'm sure that Nick from Middlesbrough will be listening to this going, oh, this Catherine just says, like, blown it out the window, and that's annoying. So.
1: I do that with phrases. Oh, I was well, thinking well. when you corrected me, I was like, I bet it's blown it out of the
0: park. Blown <laughs> it, blown what it what out it the park?
1: Again, knocked
0: the park. out the ballpark? <laughs> blown it out the window? No. I, what is it now?
1: What did I say? Blown out the window. You water. said it's just
0: blown out the window. Blown That's out what the you water.
1: Said. That's. Blown a, it out how the how water do is you the you blow phrase. something out the water. It makes more sense. No, no, no something out the window. It's <laughs> like, <laughs> like
0: from war and stuff in a torpedo, and you just blow something out the water, like a ship, <laughs> blow it out the water. Oh. But you, but you've just blown out the window. Just, it's just like a feather, it's just, or or <laughs> yeah, a plastic bag, or a wasp in early April, <laughs> a sleepy wasp. And you waft it out the window, and out it blows. I
2: waft it out the window! What a great phrase! Anyway,
0: so, it was just a point of order. I thought we should get this stuff right, so let's get back on track. I think it's important to our listeners. So, Ditto. Ditto, exactly, yeah. So where are we? Sunday preaching being important.
2: So what do you think around... Uh, The content was definitely important. So they often mentioned because they've never heard some of the information they found out about Jesus, the preach content became key because they were like, oh, grace, that means something. Or they felt an invitation to invite Jesus was given in the preach. So there's an argument around what do we think good, like, what do we think about content in terms of preaching? But also these guys were from different church and denomination and expressions Mm. of churches. So... They're preaching, some of those churches will have only preached for 20 minutes. Yeah. Others will have been a 45, mm. more expositional Bible teaching. Yeah. Um, do, do you guys have any opinions on what makes effective preaching? Like, what would be your criteria for, of preaching, like a, an effective
0: preacher? I think it's something, it's, it's communicating a message that actually brings about a change in people's life, isn't it? It's yeah. preaching, preaching is speaking about what... Uh, Jesus, what what the Bible has to say on a subject that actually affects people's lives in a way that makes them change as a result of what they hear. So it's not just, in other words, it's not just interesting. I think that's where, you know, it's not just a lecture of like, did you know uh, this, this, this from the Bible? All right, fascinating. How interesting. Take it or leave it. I think preaching is about, so this is how your life needs to change mm as a result of hearing this message, or at least leading Mm. someone to, how are you going to change here? How's your tomorrow going to be different to your today because of what you've just heard?
2: And what's the distinctive between teaching and preaching, then, do we think?
0: Good question.
1: What do you think, Miriam? You do a lot of teaching and preaching. I feel like you teach and preach at the Mm. same time. But there's differences between it. There is, isn't there? Because you can teach...
2: But then there is a preaching mode, almost, you, right. as well. It's a funny thing to describe, isn't it? Because it is partly what I believe preaching is. It's is a bit of a, a holy God moment. There's something going on around the exchange of the Holy Spirit in people's hearts and lives that means... Um, it's a little bit intangible, what preaching is, because you even if you did in the same message in a few contexts, like when it comes to us and student mission, we're often asked to speak on the same kind of thing... You can't actually replicate the exact preach moment because there's something Holy Spirit, divine encounter about yeah. a preach. With teaching, um, I think you can do both. So I think you can teach the Bible and then kind of it gets into that kind of preach mode of there's an impact, there's an exchange even in the moment. But with Bible teaching, I, I would say there's lots of Bible teachers that are really, really good at taking you through what the scriptures say how that might be lived out and applied in your life incredibly well translated they've done lots of work on bridging the information into reality but it but it is more of that information and equipping whereas mm. preaching is that there's a more intangible I think I just encountered God in a way that I can't quite explain through that
0: yes yeah, so I think there's a, there's a bit of a summoning in preaching no, isn't there there's like uh, there's a bit of persuasion probably like yeah. there's a hey listen to me i've got a message i want you to i don't yeah. know if you, i don't know if you know jesus or if you don't but you need yeah. to listen to this because i'm going to grab your attention i'm going to show you something persuade you something that you need to take a, take note of yeah good whereas i think teaching is probably a bit more um assuming someone is already in yeah. like they're they're probably already interested right and you're like okay i'm going to teach you how to live like when paul is writing these letters to the various Cities that he's writing to, and he's like, Guys, I know you're trying to work our work this faith thing, mm. I know you're in right, but listen to me, I, I'll help you get this right. You need to do it like this and like this, yeah, yeah, and nice. that's how you nail it. <clears throat> so it's like, that's how to te- teaching how to do discipleship well. Whereas preaching is like
2: invitation, well, that's your attention, I was yeah, just an invitation, in too yeah. because even in Acts 2, it um. It talks about Peter's uh, preach that uh, the Gospel of Luke like summarises. Luke's a master at writing speeches. So it is fair to say we don't know that Peter said exactly these words because Luke was very, very articulate at writing speeches that would summarise the points that were made, just to say. But um, it talked about Peter saying he warned them and pleaded with them yes. to save yourself, to like turn around, make a change. And that language of invitation, but also he warned and pleaded on that 3,000 that came to faith... It came in the context of I am preaching. I'm not teaching you. Jesus did this, so you should do this. I am pleading with you. Turn around from what you're living. Pay attention that Jesus is alive. So there was that urgency, that impetus, mm. that energy behind how Peter mm. spoke. That I'd be like, oh, that's preaching. That's like that's a preach, isn't it? Mm. So
1: do you think preaching would have to come
2: before teaching, then?
0: chicken
2: or egg really isn't it we can't make a formula can we i i i just think if you if you're somebody listening to this and you're not currently um participating in church or um i would encourage you to go along and have a little think in your head is is the person at the front are they teaching me like um helping me become more like jesus and learning like being like almost an apprentice like learning how to make a table like i'm learning how to be more like god are you noticing that? Or is there some urgency in them that's making you feel like, well, oh, my heart is being invited to step into something? Mm. And Because um, that will help you discern, like, oh, what, what could my response be here? But um, both, both and. I think both are very powerful. I think the Spirit of God uses both. I just think there's some different giftings and different times that those things come out. But um, it's certainly fair to say people are listening. People are listening when they're in church more than you think, particularly people that might be in church for the first time. It's yeah. good.
0: It, it's kind of made me think: how memorable mm. are they? Like how how standout ish? If you think, uh, if if you think, how many sermons have you heard? How many preaches have you heard?
2: Yeah.
0: Um, I can I can probably not remember very many in great detail.
2: And the ones you can remember, why?
0: I, th- I think I can remember the physicality of preachers often. I can remember, like, what someone was doing with their body. Like, okay. I can actually remember a Louis Giglio preach. Do you remember, like, years ago, uh, mm. He they came and did a passion thing in London. Like a student gathering, yeah. Yeah, cool. a student thing in London, in Wembley Arena, kind of big venue. And I can remember seeing... Him preach there, and he knelt down and he was preaching about how the Holy Spirit intercedes for us, and yes. how God is totally on your side, and He's on your team, and He's like cheering you on. And Holy Spirit, it's like, on, and He was on his knees. Yeah, good. While he preached that bit, and it just because he changed his posture, I can re- it really sticks in my mind.
2: Which is but, a great thing to remember, isn't it? When mm. you're preparing content, if you're somebody that's going to teach, whether that's in a small group meeting or on a Sunday, have you ever thought about your physicality rather than just what you've written down to say, content-wise?
1: Yeah, and I, I mean, I'm not sure how I feel about props in preachers, but I do remember the ones that have used props. Sometimes they've yeah.
0: used them. Well, I'm interest. Like seriously, why are you not sure about what you uh, think about
1: them? Well, it depends. So I've seen some props used well and some not used well, or it feels like they've added it for just like, like, for props' sake, mm. but not it hasn't got a real purpose. Okay. Um, so I was I watched this one. Preach once, and they had made these two. This big, is online. No, no, no. This right. is at New Community. Okay. Um. So they'd made these two big dolls. One of God, and I think one of um, Adam, and it was about you know walking in the garden together. And <laughs> wow. They made God. Okay. A God doll. So it was. It, they were big, like big sure. people. Sure. Um, and, um, what could possibly? Go? They um <laughs> nothing dodgy about were, that. They were yeah, <laughs> they were making a point of them being together and walking together, and then trying to show what happened when you know sin and yeah. to separation, whatever. And they. Um, meant to throw Adam <laughs> into the audience, but they ended up throwing God into the audience. Oh, no. <laughs> the incarnation! Jesus! <laughs> yes. 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 yes.
2: yes. Oh, no, I've thrown God at you! Oh, <laughs> not to... Yeah. The Gospels.
1: But I've seen props used really well as well about, like, being wrapped in chains and what God does in, ta- you know, freeing us from chains and seeing that physically done on stage while someone no. was preaching. Just, I think that's really helpful. But, um, yeah, I think... As a drama person, I right. could use props very badly and be trying just make something of. Yes. Remember this because yes. of
2: the prop, rather than okay. I just want to preach the word of God.
1: Um, right.
2: And I think the role of the Holy Spirit is obviously vital in uh, any evangelism, any um, expression of Jesus, but also in preaching. There are certain things that you can't control that your preaching is incredibly impactful because it's far more about that person's heart and the spirit of god in their heart in that moment so for example some of the most powerful preachers that i've listened to um or that have had impacted me no props can't really remember the message as a whole can't remember the physicality of the preacher but the lord spoke so powerfully to yeah. me um like one on jonah when uh our vicar years ago did a talk on Jonah and said Jonah was given eight words and he just asked the question what are your eight words and how God spoke to me around what my eight words because Jonah's were like 40 more days then Nineveh will be overturned. What is God's eight words to you or whatever?
0: Everyone listening now is going, is that eight words?
2: Word? <laughs> oh, is it is. It eight is. Eight yeah, you are. That's right. what everyone's going to be doing. So then I felt like the Lord said, gave me six <laughs> words and just went, Miriam, yours is a question. Who are you telling about Jesus? And it just completely shifted how I, un- how I made my faith not about me, but about sharing as well. Mm. Um, even one of the most impactful sermons I've ever heard was in another language. Afrikaans, I cannot tell you a word of what that preacher said. But when they put the scripture on the screen wow. to talk from it, I looked it up in English and it impacted me so much in the book of Hebrews, what it said. It shifted this whole fear thing in me as a teenager. I read that and it, it genuinely changed my life. Wow. That is a preacher changed my life and they weren't speaking English. And so that is wow. when I'm like, Holy Spirit in the That's... Bible, do not underestimate what the Spirit of God might do. That's amazing. Isn't it cool? That's really cool.
0: That's a Holy Spirit moment. For sure. You're listening to the Fusion Podcast. Subscribe in all the usual places.
2: Shouldn't we do a cat calls at this point?
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, who are we going to phone? Who's today?
1: Um, we are going to call Brogan Hume.
0: The broom, as I like to call him. <laughs> his office, I call it the broom cupboard, and it's just—it's <laughs> actually very good. It's not too far away. Brogan Hume's a wonderful man, isn't he? Uh, and he—he he, he has a podcast. Give him a shout out for his podcast. He's got a podcast. It's called. Is it
2: the
0: Student Leadership Podcast? Yes! Come on now! <laughs> yes! Oh, we had a panic. Ooh. We all had a panic. We had, we I actually we could... forgot about that. I'm really sorry, Brogan, because your content is great. It's really good, so you should subscribe there as well. Uh, right, here is my phone. Let's phone him.
1: Hello? Hey, Brogan. How are you? It's Catherine. Hi.
2: Hi, Catherine. Really well, thank you. How are you?
1: I'm good. You're actually live on the Fusion podcast at the moment. We're talking about Sunday preaching and students coming to faith. I was wondering if you had any stories of that happening in the Belfry? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, For us, preaching is a huge part of the service. We put a lot of time into it and a lot of prayer into it. Um, We meet before the service and pray specifically to see students come to faith in Christ as Mm -hmm. the word is expounded.
2: Recently we had uh, we had a sermon uh, talking through a whole load of stuff to do with the gospel, but we just ended with a really simple call
0: to turn away from anything that 's distracting you from the fullness of life in Jesus Christ and to uh, and to put your trust in jesus and uh, and a student who responded to that as they oh, came good. forward we prayed for them and we baptized them uh, a few weeks later um, so we that's love awesome. what God is doing uh, in and through the preaching of the word uh, in his church and we're excited for, for all he's going to continue doing throughout the nation in this
1: that's a great story brogan Amazing. thanks thanks, brogan. thanks for sharing
0: thanks mate
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bye. 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 Yeah. Do we think the meow works? I'm not
2: really sure. I, on I'm not. Meow. I'm not a
0: massive fan. It's no a bit way.
2: disconcerting, maybe, after someone's given a really good story, that our responses to meow at them. In hindsight, salvation meow.
0: Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't think it, it has much gravitas, does it? The meow.
2: No, the relief of this is just to say. Is that going to be our last cat calls? Because you so have begrudged us making you meow at student workers around the country, right? Yes,
1: it's dead now. It's gone.
2: OK, we just wanted to let you know, listeners, because for like maybe one or two of you, I'm mainly thinking of Caleb at this point, one or two of you might be bothered by the fact that we're going to change the podcast feature because Catherine is done with rigging people and meowing. We need to figure out a new,
0: a, new, a new thing because it's good to like, you know, phone people and that, isn't it? Oh, is, most the, stories is, the, is it the meowing particularly?
2: and the name she hated being called Cat, and then we made it a thing
0: uh, I think it was your suggestion
2: are you okay? I'm okay I'm trying to think of other things
1: that we could do with either my name or yeah. with anything so if you've got any ideas listeners tweet them in or Instagram just tweet, just tweet or them, or them in and then send,
0: them. send a picture <laughs> in um, about, of an idea of what we could do
1: <laughs> yeah sketch a small idea yeah, on a napkin and send a
0: picture with a comment um.
1: <laughs> and then like it Luke, do you have any other stories about students coming to faith after Sunday preaching?
0: Yeah, Um, so I can think of various Sunday services that we have done where we've really tried to make it memorable and I do think there's something about it being, doing something remarkable that gets remarked on, that gets remembered and it like helps somebody to remember the word that you shared. Um, So I I certainly went through a season of trying to do this a little bit more than I do on any given Sunday. I preached on Nehemiah once where there was a guy in the church that he actually fitted bathrooms for a living, but he knew how to build a wall, which is more than could be said for me. So I preached on Nehemiah, and he built a wall in front of me while I was preaching about Nehemiah rebuilding the walls of Jerusalem. And then, like, it was...
2: What was that? What
0: was... That? I was I, say. Thought, I, actually, I genuinely thought you maybe had a little accident. <laughs> There's this little... Huh? I thought, I thought please, please tell me that Miriam's just let one slip. No! I, just, I, <laughs> I really just, thought that I did want to expect it a, Was it a mouth
2: knock? No! What, what was no, that? No, I was about to say... What was it when the you pinged golf balls across the room? Yeah, I, I did. can't remember the. Oh no, this defeats the point of going. Like, what did he teach? I'm like, I remember you hitting oh, yeah, golf yeah. balls across the church. I can't remember what you were teaching. Girl. It was
0: about that was. A, I do actually remember that one. That okay, was, that was about getting your uh, rhythm, your real life rhythm right. It was about so in a alignment. golf alignment and getting the pace and the rhythm nice and your alignment <coughs> right so that you can do your life because if you swing a golf club. Like too fast, and if you get your alignment out, yeah, then it's gonna like go left or right, as you as you know, Catherine.
1: As I know, yeah.
0: So it's gonna like skewer to the left or like I remember to the that. right. So and then I try to do that in church yes. and like whack balls out. You into did, it. yeah. I think I actually really. hit someone in the face. Oh, I hope so. But it was it, they, they were like airflow, but like little light plastic balls. They weren't good arms. idea though. But yeah, um, and then. What other stuff did we? I preached on the fruits of the spirit and had a whole load of fruit and threw it out at people whilst I was preaching. We
2: did sowing seeds around the parable of the sower and literally threw hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of tiny mustard seeds all over the room. There's a lot of throwing (coughs) stuff at people, isn't there? Oh, if someone throws
0: throws something at you like this, (laughs) that's my
2: phone. (laughs) Catch it.
0: You did catch it. I did catch it. And you'll remember that moment forevermore. Amen. It'll be a precious moment. So, uh,.
2: Your wife became a Christian thanks to a preach.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, she did. Yeah, she became a Christian as a student.
2: That's good news, isn't it?
0: Sunday preaching.
2: Oh.
0: It's almost as if that story would be a helpful one to share on this podcast. It's uh, <laughs> It was when Graham Daniels from Christians in Sport preached and he... Shout out, gave, out to Christians in Sport. Yeah, we love you. Great guys. they great He gave the gospel message and then said, give God a chance. What If you don't believe in him or if you don't know God today, what, I'm not sure if he really is there, give him a week. Uh, to show himself and Han thought uh, give him two weeks let's be fair
1: (laughs) I love it so
0: but then she walked back to her hall of residence after the service and she said by the time she just got home to like after a 20-minute walk she just already knew that he was real
2: amazing yeah really amazing there is something to be said for preaching for a response around um, people just having the opportunity to make some sort of response to Jesus every week actually regardless of what you're teaching on. Um, if you're teaching from the Bible, the chances are God in some way demands a response by what he's saying about himself and revealing of himself through scripture. And so it doesn't need to be an altar call or a raise your hand moment, but just preaching in a way that then says, I would invite you to pray this or think this or challenge God at this or what if this. Um, I'd say, with what we're seeing with students being actually incredibly open to, for the first time in trying church, in trying prayer, in considering Jesus. Preach in a way that allows that invitation space because um, they're actually stepping into it, taking it, having a go, experimenting with the things of God.
1: Miriam, have you got something from
2: the Bible that you'd like to preach about about preaching? Well, I'm more. I guess I want to end you with a challenge from Romans about preaching uh, because. Well, it's super convicting, but it's also really helpful. I remember me and my friends hearing this scripture as students, taking hold of it, writing it in our journals and in the fronts of our Bibles and being like, we need to remember this is a bit of a mandate. Um, Romans 10 uh, simply says this, How then can they call on the one they haven't believed in? And how can they believe in the one of whom they haven't heard? And how can they hear without someone preaching to them? And how can anyone preach unless they are sent as it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring the good news? Preacher's sneakers. Wow. Beautiful are the feet. I nice. like that. Preacher's I mean? sneakers, yeah. But that's like
0: Shoe University.
2: Another one of my unbelievable puns that's never taken off. <laughs> I
0: think that might still have its day the Shoe University. Shoe University. You could, you could do that. The... Hang on, hang on, hang on. You could do that on this um, photograph sharing and website
2: of Miriam <laughs> Instagram
0: yeah you could do that on there take you could photos
2: put... of your shoes at university University. Oh. where are you called to University. where your two where your two feet are feet are yeah that's good. your little yeah, phrase no, isn't it? One, of, one of mine one of yours it probably isn't mine I mean probably Piper, it probably John Piper it's probably John Piper no but... John and I are different on a few things what, including... you disagree with
0: him on shoes
2: I don't know do what? I <laughs> the point is Romans encourages us that we do actually need to say something because people can't call on someone whose name they don't know. So how you speak Jesus, share Jesus, communicate the good news is a beautiful thing. And uh, part of the job as the church, as the body of Christ, is to send, to be, uh, help each of us be sent out onto campus into our workspaces and onto the streets because you can't speak without being sent by a family in a context so if this podcast has anything to do with sending you and encouraging you we're saying go for it speak jesus because uh, preaching and communicating the gospel really does make a difference to students lives
1: and i think with that we've come to the end of this fusion podcast Um, like and subscribe in all the usual places Um, and we'll see you for series three yeah we'll see you in series three wow yeah series three
0: Feels wow. like feels like this has been going on for some time now, doesn't Too it? Too
2: long, if anything. So series two is finally done. Well done, everyone. We got a little through round it. of applause for making it to the end of. Uh, I can finally breathe. Bye. Bye. <laughs>